Coming to theaters January 26th. Left Behind. Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes. I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right. Aside from the uh, nonsense that uh, continues on in the House, there are some very real uh, issues to be concerned about. And a lot since Roe v. Wade has been overturned with the Dobbs case is impacting the uh, quality of the uh, life issue across the uh, country, both on the state level. And there's even some efforts on the federal level to uh, go backwards from the uh, progress of getting away, uh, doing away with Roe v. Wade. Uh, Abby Johnson, former Planned Parenthood director and CEO of And Then There Were None, rejoins us. Abby, first of all, Happy New Year to you. 2022 was an enormous year for the pro-life movement. I'm glad we were able to see mm-hmm. the uh, death of Roe v. Wade, but you've got a lot of work cut out for you in 2023. Let's just start with what the slate has. What are you most concerned about? What stories are you watching most carefully? And where are we at in terms of um, making progress on the state-by-state level? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely happy New Year. Um, Definitely concerned uh, about medication abortion, medical abortion, um, the RU46 pill. That has been my primary concern. even before the fall Dubs. of Roe, but definitely after. Yeah, because to, to be clear, the president made it a big priority to come out after Dobbs was done and say, well, now we're going to push medical abortion, you know, uh, uh, pharmaceutical abortion everywhere. And so there was all of a sudden this push to make sure these things were available in places that uh, they, they had not been before. What, what do we know about the, the reach of that? What, what's, the, what's the calculus with the states? Where are we at with it? Okay, so before Roe, there had been, before Roe was overturned, there had been a push from many states to prevent telemedicine abortion. And that was, that was a big push by Planned Parenthood and the abortion industry, you know, trying to get medication abortion, these medical abortion pills into the hands of women without having to see a physician, right? Um so this was several years ago. They had been doing this telemed abortion scheme, and many states had outlawed that. Texas, where I live, was one of them. They said, no, you cannot do that. You have to see a physician. Why? Well, because you need to be under a physician's care. Um, you could have an ectopic pregnancy and not know about it. You take these pills, your fallopian tube ruptures, you die. You potentially die. Um, you may not know how far along you are in your pregnancy. You take these pills. You could potentially deliver a live baby. I mean, there's all kinds of complications that could happen if you take these pills. You're not under physician care, right? So these states go in. They ban telemed abortion. Okay. So then the FDA, they then increase the, the gestational limit of medication abortion from essentially nine weeks to 12 weeks. So now we're talking about fully formed babies, 
right? These women are delivering fully formed babies into their toilet and then having to make a decision, do I flush this baby? Do I, you know, get my hand in the toilet, take the baby out and bury it? I mean, this we don't even know what the psychological ramifications of this are, right, for sure. women. Sure, Okay, so now Roe is overturned, and now abortion is banned in many states. So then here come all of these websites. Now there's over 70 websites where women can go online without verifying birth date. They don't care how old you are. You could be a 13-year-old who's the victim of sex trafficking, okay? Um, They don't verify if you've had an ultrasound. They don't care how far along you are in your pregnancy. You don't have to be under any physician care. And you go online for 110 bucks. You put in your information. Uh, It could all be false information. They don't care. And they then get a prescription from another country, primarily Belgium, China, India, and they send you unregulated medication to, we don't even know what the medication is, to any any address you want, right? So it's going through the U.S. Postal Service. You get the medication. It could take anywhere from two to four weeks for you to receive it. You get the medication. You take it at home. You kill your baby that way, okay? Now... The Biden administration, through our completely partisan FDA, now decided, nope, we don't want that at all. We want you being able to get the medication abortion pills through any pharmacy in the United States with a prescription that you're going to be able to get online, right? So these same entities that you've been able to get the prescription and get it, you know, over in another country, now you're going to be able to easily get the prescription for, I don't know, 20, 40 bucks. Take it to any CVS, Walgreens, Walmart pharmacy. Get the pills now from your local pharmacy. And now every woman's home is ultimately going to be an abortion facility. Abby, there's so much that you uh, unpacked there, and all of it breaks my heart. But the the one thing that really comes through in this is that there is just there seems to be zero care for the quality of the woman herself. Like, why why... Why do people think that this is such a good thing that it'd be able to, I mean, other than obviously the profit motive for the company that makes the pills and the desire to uh, make abortion available in places where it otherwise wouldn't be. But where where are the women's groups on this? Where's the people speaking up for women's health saying, hey, uh, women deserve to have quality medical advice from a physician that is actually uh, aware of what they're dealing with? Well, I mean, that's, that is the question, right, Kevin? I mean, there there is no care for women. We're literally going to have women bleeding out in their home. We're going to have women hemorrhaging to death. We're going to have women dying of infections because they're not being treated by doctors. Um, and yet these women's groups, organizations like Planned Parenthood, say they care for women. They're calling this progress. It's not progress. And and I think at some point in time, I mean, look, this isn't this isn't a step forward for Planned Parenthood as far as financial gain no right i mean they're actually losing money on this so at some point in time you have to look at this and say what what is the motive for planned parenthood right what is the motive for the abortion industry and and look i'm not trying to sound like some like you know crazy spiritual person but at some point in time you've got to look at this and say what is what is the motive and I mean, honestly, the motive is just to kill babies. Well, 
that does seem to be the real motive, Abby Johnson, and that's why we have to have these ongoing conversations. Uh, I'm guessing you think it might be kind of important then that the Congress get its business in order so that legislative stuff can be addressed. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be addressed on the federal level, but it sounds like something that certainly should be, particularly for pro-life legislators. Absolutely. Um, You know, state legislation is what brought us the demise of Roe v. Wade, right? So we need states to step up. We need states to litigate against what's taking place right now. I mean, the Biden administration has now said, well, whatever state laws you have don't matter regarding, you know, USPS being able to mail prescription uh, RU46 to to women. No, absolutely not. We need states to litigate against that, to stand up against the Biden administration, as they have been. So, um, yeah, I mean, the I mean, federally, yeah, we'd like that to we'd like people to stand up. But I, I don't I don't I can't depend on our Congress people to do for, for all the progress this, that we so. made in for all the progress we made in 22, 23 has got its work cut out for us. And Abby, you've just uh, given us Absolutely. a bird's eye view of some of it. Thank you for being here. Happy New Year to you. And let's uh, let's pray for good progress here in the uh, first part of the year. Kevin McCullough coming right back. We've still got um, Governor Mike Huckabee and Bethany Mandel yet to join us today. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 